Welcome back, everyone. This is uh, episode two, season four of All the Things ADHD podcast. I'm not even going to try to do Amy's All the Things, especially with my voice sounding the way it does, because it'll just come out like I'm my son who's currently going through puberty. So uh, TMI right there. Uh, welcome back. This is the second part of our conversation um, around re-entry uh, back into our uh, quote-unquote normal or quasi-normal lives um, during the aftermath of the pandemic. We're not quite post-COVID yet and uh, talks more today about how we're coping, how we're handling, how we're dealing, what strategies we're taking, um, and just uh, generally also reconnecting after um, our summer hiatus. Uh, so enjoy. I'm as always ready writing on Twitter and Amy is as always digiwonk on Twitter. Our email address is all the things ADHD at gmail.com and uh, hope you enjoy it. We will be once again back next week, but I will say that uh, at the end of the episode as part of the recording. So with no further ado, let's rejoin the conversation. How about like the return like to the office for you and for for me? Like I find I'm allowed to be on campus two days a week. So we're still in some COVID protocols here. I think that are yeah. a bit more stringent than what, what you have. So we have a vaccine mandate. So I had to, oh my God, find my paperwork and upload it. Yeah, I did we, it though. We have, a, we have a vaccine mandate as well. We, yeah. we do. Yeah. And so we still have to wear like, you know, masks in yep. in common areas. And, yep. and like, there's some doors that are like, this is an entrance door and this is an exit door. And I'm like, why are you making me walk through more of the building? Anyhow, that's neither here nor there. So I'm trying to figure out yeah. which doors I'm allowed to go in. Yeah, well, and, that's it. And, and how to teach with uh, a mask on but I will tell you our listeners may remember how freaked out I was about having to teach online and asynchronous right because yes. I, I spoke at some length about how terrified I was that it was going to be nothing but emails um, yes. and writing web pages that nobody read and sure enough I did struggle with that quite a lot but what I realized when I got back into an in-person classroom is not just that like oh I'm not messing it up but I'm really good at teaching in a classroom. Like I walked in there and I was like, oh, I know how to do this. Like not to the minimum, but it's like, I love this. I love being in this space with real life human beings whose I can yeah. only see their eyes and their foreheads, yeah. right? But like, I thought this is teaching yeah. for me, right? I'm like throwing questions like, Lee, what do you think about this? Let's take two minutes right now. And then we're going to put on the board. And I'm like, I'm just dancing around like, let me show you this video through the, the system. And I was like, so energized. Um, and I thought, ah, oh, like, it's not that this is the condition I need to not be so incompetent that I get fired. I'm actually really good at this. Like for me, that was a, a bit of something to wrap my head around because I was like, oh no, if you take away my in-person classroom, which is the only way I know how to teach, I'm going to suck. And I don't think I, I sucked. I think I really struggled and it was not ideal for me. Yeah. But like taking me out of the classroom is not just like, oh, now I'm going to be incompetent. It's like, you're missing something. Yeah. I'm actually really good in that space. And that felt, it made me sad. It made me sad in retrospect that I have spent over a year not able to teach my students like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think they yeah. lost out and I lost out. And for me, teaching really does happen in that interrelationship between people sharing time and space together. So I was completely shocked, yeah. but also my feet hurt. Oh <laughs> God. 
I don't yeah. think I've stood up that much in my whole life, right? Like I, I have two one and a half hour classes that take place on the same day and they're in the same room and there's many of the same students across both classes and they're both media classes. So I'm also very confused about what I'm supposed to be teaching at any given time. But yeah, because you a, see the faces and you're like, wait a faces, second, did I And I'm in the same this? room, yeah. right? Oh yeah, no, that would... That would yeah. mess me up. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about that after. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, but the, the floor in there is concrete with like a thin layer of industrial carpet on it. And like, I've been wearing like my Air Jordans to teach. Like, I'm like, all right, I got comfortable shoes. I'm running around, but like my feet hurt. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got 6,000 steps just teaching today. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That was we, weird. That was weird. Like, how about you? Well, so I, I mean, I have an office job. Right. And so for me, it's a bit it's a bit weird going back to to campus because we're allowed to take our masks off when we are in an office by ourselves with the door closed. And so we spend almost all of our time inside our offices with the door closed. So sociable. Yeah. Right. It's great to be back by myself. (laughs) Yeah. And we do most of it because we've always had a We've always had a challenge with shared meeting spaces anyways. We just don't have a lot of space um, for our, for our unit. Um, so either I'm in an office with two other people, we're sharing a space. Um, so we're all sitting there in masks in our office, but then if somebody has a zoom meeting, there's gotta be someplace else where people can have to go because we're loud. And, um, even if I have my headphones in, I still have to participate and I'm loud and I get that. And if they have a zoom meeting or they're trying to do something. And so now they've got to find someplace else to go, while I have my meeting or I have to find someplace else to go while they do, while I have my meeting, depending on it. And then, and then again, even if like two thirds of the people who are actually on campus on a given day or in our offices on a given day are present for a meeting, we'll still probably do it on zoom because the other third are on zoom and we'd all have to go into a conference room sitting there with our masks being uncomfortable and awkward anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of like, Oh, all right. Like we, we come to work and it's kind of like, okay, I I'm here. And, and part of me understands the importance. Like we've gone back to teaching in person. We are the center on campus that supports teaching and learning. And so therefore to, you need to, to be, be on pre- campus even, too. even, even if our building isn't really technically on campus and most <laughs> of the faculty don't come to us anymore, I, they email you anyways. Zoom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And come to our zoom then, but still, um, you know, I understand why. And I don't know if I'd want to be full-time remote, but like there are days where they're sitting in the office going like. Right. Yeah. You know, so, and, and, and if anything, it was really funny because everybody was, everybody else was complaining when, when they first went back oh, nothing in my office is the same and I've got to get used to this new work arrangement, but because we had just moved and I had was literally just set up my office. My office at work was actually better equipped than my office at home was because mm-hmm. nothing had been touched. Right. Like the screen was in the exact right spot. The, mm-hmm. the, the laptop stand was in the exact right spot. Ah, the, like it was just like I put my laptop down, sat down in the chair and went, oh, let's okay, go. Good. Yeah. I don't have to adjust anything <laughs> where at home I was still like. I don't know where the second screen should go. Is this the right angle? I don't know what the light situation is like yet around here. Like, is this too close? Am I too far? What's the right height of my desk? Like I was still fussing around at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus when I went to work, it was like, oh. Done. Done. Okay, this is good. Um, 
so that was really weird. Everybody else was struggling. And I was like, no, actually coming to the office is, is fine when it comes to like my work itself, but right. you know, but then the novelty wore off and I got more comfortable at home and was like, Oh gosh, like what am I? Cause, cause there is something to be said, especially with going to pick up the kids and all the activities and like coordinating schedules and all that. There is something um, useful about being at home. Yeah. But I don't want to be right. at home for that. I don't want to be at home for that. I don't want to be like, now I, oh, it's good that I'm home because now I can drive somebody to a doctor's appointment because I don't want to do that in my work day. I want mm-hmm. to have that, that space. That's like, that's why I also, I also like working at home when nobody else is here because then yeah. it's not like, uh, I think the tub's not draining. Okay, great. I'm at work. Right. Like, I don't yeah. want to think about it because like, I, like we've discussed how you like to have like seven projects going simultaneously. Yes. And if you yeah. don't have enough projects, you get depressed and and not as productive. But me, I like to be able to focus on yeah. a much smaller number of things. So I find it very taxing to be able to do laundry in the middle of the day, although I do it right. Like, oh, it's going to save me time so that I can relax in the evening. So the reason I'm so tired in the evenings is because I'm working on seven things at the same time during the day when like, if I go to the office, um, I, I found it uh, a nice change after the summer to be able to go to the office, even like on a non-teaching day, like one of my days designated days at the office is a non-teaching day. And I go there because there's nothing to do except work. Yeah. Right. Which I, I kind of appreciate the, the clarity and space that that affords me, even though like my office is like full of stuff, like it's full of books and all this other stuff, yeah. but like, but I can't be like, I should, you know, change the sheets on the bed or like, you know, who's cutting down a tree on my street. Cause somebody's always cutting down a tree. Like I, I don't like maybe oh, it's, a, it's about to be leaf blower season. Oh, it's already leaf blower season. Oh, no. Lee, it's already leaf blower season. There was a service came next door today and it's like some 20 year olds got the leaf blower. And he like, even as he's walking back towards the truck, when he's done leaf blowing my neighbor's yard, he's just idly blowing individual bits of dirt on the road because it's so much fun to operate a leaf blower. It's like, like and you make it dance. Blah, blah, blah. You just make yeah, it dance. But it's right? like That's just, what you're doing. Just fidgeting, right? Fidgeting yeah. with an incredibly loud gas powered engine. So you got me started on this now. Like, yeah, you're no, I don't. But, but like, it's good to for me to go to the office to be like, oh, well, like, I'm not the one that's going to do whatever has to be done yeah. at home. I'm not going to be there when the Amazon guy comes and the dog loses his mind and then I have to go down. Like, just forget it. I don't, I like not having to do that during the day. Mm. I've gone, I guess I've just gotten so used to it and I'm just not used to working at work anymore, if that makes sense. Mm. Oh right? no, absolutely. Like, absolutely. You know, like I sit there and I'm, I'm sort of like, and, and again, it's also just the, the, the natural cycle of the semester for its teaching and learning center is that really busy early in the the semester Mm -hmm. and then there's that lull once everybody Mm -hmm. like it's gonna go it's about to crank back up again for midterms and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and everybody's freaking out about a whole bunch of other different things but it's sort of like this and and we're gonna have to start we're about to start planning for like december january programming to get ready for spring but like there's there isn't that there isn't anything pressing Right. right. And so I'm, I'm also sort of in that lull of like the stress of the beginning of the semester yeah. is over. Yeah. And so it was like, I was up here for so like up here with the kids up here with my job up here with yeah. everything. And now it's like, Oh, okay. We're finally in a routine with at home. We're finally in a routine at work. Right. And so now I'm like, without that pressure 
mm-hmm. right? That we, that I, that I thrive in with that ADHD, in. Yeah. right? That yeah. I thrive in. I'm sort of like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing anymore. Like it's, it's right. there's no, there's no fires to put out. I have a to-do list. It's right here. It's all maybe, there, but maybe all the your... dates are later. later like, there's yeah. nothing that I got to do right now. Yeah. All those dates are in the not now. Yeah. All the dates right? are in the not now. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, maybe this is your recovery time. Yeah. Right. Maybe yeah. this is where you are a little bit less productive because there's less to do and it's not urgent, which means when the next sort of urgent and crush comes, it's not like you've been like plugging away at 101%. Like maybe you're plugging energy to do 110% for a week and a half or whatever it requires. Like, I think sometimes when we hit our peaks of productivity, we're like, okay, that's my new normal right? Yeah. I need, to, I'm going to work. I was so productive. Then why can't I maintain that? But like crunch time is crunch time. Crunch time is not everyday yeah. time. Right. And I think everybody's job has, um, the kind of ebb and flow, like, like in an office yeah. job, like there are busier periods and less busy periods. Like for some people, like year end is like a major thing. Or like if yeah. you're in HR, it's like annual performance review time is like the big crunch or like hiring season is a big cruncher or, or what have you, um, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's like, okay. To be like, well, I guess this is where I um, do some things at a slightly slower pace um, that are boring, right? And maybe I have a hard time motivating myself, but I'm just going to pick away at that stuff that I should be doing, but I can't do when it's crunch time. And then when crunch time comes, I'm the superstar, right? Yeah. Some people are the superstar at the everyday non-crunch time things. Like we don't all oh, have yeah. to be that person, right? And, well, and uh, I think it's it's it was nice also, and I'll, I'll say this, like yesterday was the first time that I have been bored at work mm. in a <gasps> long time. What a nice right? feeling though. I know. Well, and it, I mean, it was, I was just sort of like, oh God. But then, but then I sort of, I did, I leaned into it where it was like, when was the last time you were bored at work? Yeah. When you're right? like, what where should I do? Actually, like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, the, the, and I just sort of leaned into the, the boredom of it because you know, I'm like, boredom leads to productivity. And I'm like, I don't think they meant scrolling through Twitter, but okay, whatever. Um, you're, you're it's browsing worked for the 10 years. Tech it'll news. work for 10 more. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. It, but it was, so it was this, it was this weird feeling, especially this week where I was like bored at work and then came home and, and made a, a shirt because right. I was just so like, I've been so bored that I was mm-hmm. just like desperately wanted stimulus. to do something. So yeah. I came home and was like in and, you know, usually there's always stuff to do in the evenings, but I had, uh, for whatever reason, yesterday ended up being a free evening. So I was just like, I'm just going to sew a shirt or finish sewing a shirt. Because- I, think, I think there's something to say for like trusting your own inclinations, right? Like I, I wound up doing this week, like I think four um, radio interviews live and like something for the national for CBC on TV. And I'm doing like, yeah, CBC I saw that. Congratulations. Tonight. Thanks. Yeah. It was like right after I was done teaching, I walked into my office and like closed the curtains and shot this thing for them. Um, but that was like unplanned. Um, I didn't have time to research it, but I thought like those days when I couldn't figure out what else to do. And I was like idly scrolling socials and news and tech news and stuff, because I'm very interested in those things. And that's what I do when I get bored, like at some point, just because I'm curious about things. And I follow my curiosity when I get bored at some point, yeah. somebody's going to be like, can you do a live television interview in 10 minutes about this thing? I'm like, oh yeah, I was reading about that yesterday yeah. Um, yeah. when I finished my grading and couldn't think of what to start next. Right. And so like, it may be. I needed a break from the cognitive load that is grading. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm going to scroll through like Apple news or whatever. I'm just going to go to all yeah. my favorite websites and read. So we're going to look at my favorite Twitter people and like click on the links that they've shared. And like, it turns out that's work for me, right. Uh, that comes yeah. out later. And, and I think like many of us neurodivergent people have a series of patterns of activity in our lives that play to our strengths, right? Like, so we do the things that we have to do. Um, and then when we're not doing those things, we do things that play to our strengths. We like cook things or we make stuff or we learn things or we exercise or whatever. And like, maybe we can think of those things as con- contributing to our well being and our skills that come out in other ways eventually. Like, it's not always so literal as like, I'm an obsessive news and internet reader and I have to do a lot of media about. <laughs> news about the internet like sometimes it's like you come home and you make um shirts because you have the time but it means that you're enjoying that and you're sort of refilling your tank and then when it's crunch time you're not like dodging crunch time work so you can make more dresses you're not you're like you're ready and you're like oh my god this is so exciting you know everybody order takeout like mommy's gone for a week and a half now like but you maybe what you do in the in the fallow periods is what gets you there right i think we under underestimate that our bodies know what we should be doing sometimes when we're bored. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and even like this, just the idea as well of, of like burning out on things. And, you know, like you said, I like being busy and having seven different things. So early on in this, I'm, I'm glad we're not doing this anymore, but early on in the swim season, my kids wanted to both swim with the um, older fastest group from four to five 30. And when their school ended, actually facility, that was one of the other reasons, actually, I was going to get my daughter right at three o'clock is because if they wanted to go to swim team at four, she'd basically, if she walked home, it would be too late to leave. Right. Right. For the four o'clock practice. So it's like, if you want to go to four o'clock practice, we got to go, like, I got to go get you. So you have time to get changed, have a snack, all that kind of stuff so that we can leave at three 30 to make it on time for swim team. And I also coach swimming, but I don't coach that group. No. So basically I coached the latest group. So I was at the pool from four o'clock to eight o'clock. That's too much. But and yes and no, right. because at first the coach was like, cause what were you saying? What you were saying about going to the office and you don't have to deal with any of the other stuff. That to me is going to coach. Oh yeah. Not so much going like, like again, um, you know, going to even, even going to the office, even if I'm mm-hmm. at the office, Cassie is still texting me right. to say, give me the bus route. I need this information, buy mm-hmm. this stuff for me because she knows I'm still in front of a computer. She knows that, mm-hmm. you know, all of these kinds of things that, but if I'm on pool deck, no one can bother me on pool deck. I love I'm that. on pool deck. Right. And so the, the, one of the co the, the head coach, he would say, well, what are we going to do about this? Cause it's, he's like, it, it is unsustainable for you to be here for four hours. For four and hours. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, but this is my happy place. Like, mm-hmm. this is the only place where everything else falls away mm-hmm. because I can't do anything about it. And so I don't worry about it. Right. Well, and that like, it's the beginning of the year. The kids still listen to me like that. I have no, but like, you know how you said you went oh, back into the classroom and felt like yeah. I'm really good at this. Yeah. Like coaching is the thing that I'm like, I'm really good at this. Like I can do this and I can do that teaching too, but I just don't have the opportunity because of my job. That's not the nature of it anymore. Yeah. But like being on deck is that sort of restorative kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm running a practice. I'm teaching these kids how to swim, but also, you know, 
I, I'm not checking my email and I cannot, like, if you've got a problem, then you either got to solve it or wait till I get home because I'm on pool deck and like people, I have to supervise small children in the water and make sure they they don't don't drown. drown. Yeah. Right. Like kids don't get a lot about my job, but like they understand that part of it. Right. They're like, Oh, okay. Well, we'll respect that. Maybe that's my own fault for not having good boundaries, but like, uh, yeah, maybe that would be another episode is Lee's boundaries, teaching people how to treat you, Lee. Yeah. But like, but when I'm, but when I'm on deck, like it was just like, I would, I would white knuckle it through Mm -hmm. a day of dealing with all of the other nonsense, right. To be able to get to the pool and just be like, okay. This is a little bit like what we were talking about in our episodes on, on leisure and rest. And and one of the things we had said was um, leisure and rest. Like you can count activities that allow you to be fully present and unitasking, not multitasking. So if you are trying to make sure that a pool full of small children doesn't drown, you are fully present. Right. And what you're describing um, about being uninterruptible in that space means that you are not, um, you are able to find your focus, um, like because God knows we have trouble finding our focus. We distract ourselves without anybody else yeah, distracting exactly. you, right? right? So, so it's like I think that's a really great activity, and and also it plays to your strength in that um, it's a competence you already have. You don't have to prep for, and then what you do is respond to what happens in the moment, like improv, right? So for me, that's yeah. teaching. It's like I don't find it stressful because when I go in, I get to focus fully. Yep. on teaching and be present in that space for the 80 minutes that I am there. And I uh, am simply responding to what's in front of me, which is yeah. ideal. Like a lot of I us know. love oh, yeah. that. It's like, just I love let me do that. the thing yeah. that's right in just, front of yep. me. Yep. If it's fully engaging. Right. Yeah. So for you that I think that counts in some ways as a, as a type of leisure, because your brain gets to indulge in success um, and single trackness right? Um, without a lot of stress or, or preparation, like you're not reading swim coaching books and you're not like stressing about what exercise am I going to get them to do? Like what kinds of activities we're going to do? Like, you just know, you know what to yeah. do and then you get to do it and you can see visibly like, yeah, it, it happens when you like, yeah. that's a very uh, oh, look, powerful They're getting feeling. better. They're getting better. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I don't, and I don't have to grade anything in order to do it. It just happens. <laughs> It just happens. Just, yeah. Just happens. And, and so like, that's a, a great activity. Like if we can find that kind of flow, like in our work too, yeah. that feels good. Um, but like, as we sort of make these like transitions back where it feels so much like we're responding to what everybody else needs, um, that we have very little control still over a changing environment again, like for a while it was like, I can't do anything that I want to do, but now it's like, everybody wants to do everything simultaneously. And I have to drive yeah. to two different parts of the city, um, yeah. to do that. And then I have to remember because sometimes the days change for this and that's all very stressful. So when there are things we get to go like walk into a space and be like, I know how to do this. Yeah. No one's going to interrupt me. Uh, I haven't and disappointed it's anyone in this space today. Yeah, I haven't disappointed anyone in this space today. Like in that, um, I think more of us need to be able to identify it, like those moments in our lives when we find that some people, it is stuff like cooking. Some people it yeah. is exercise. Some people it's part, like for me, it's part of my my job. Like when I teach, that's great for me. And for you, it's one of yeah. your hobbies, which is um, coaching swimming. And that's really good. And that's restorative to be able to do that. And sometimes yeah. it's worth driving across the city. to have Exactly. To do it. No, no, but no, it totally not, is. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, Look, we're, we're at a new pool this year, which is why the drive, we used to be right around the corner. So not mm-hmm. just like, even, even though we moved, we still would have been closer than, right. than this new pool, but our old pool, 
Our old pool was a condo pool that they put a bubble over so they could rent it out to swim teams in the winter. Well, that's very smart. That's yes, very but also miserable. But maybe they would use that money to shore up their funds so they could do infrastructure repairs before their building falls down. Oh yeah, no, 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 totally get it. But from like, and that's fine. And I'm there's a there's shockingly a shortage of pools to train in for the number mm-hmm. of people who are interested in swim team wild. out in our area. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's wild because like Northern Virginia is crazy about swimming. Like well, insane I, uh, about swimming. I would here. imagine, Lee, that Northern Virginia is also one of those locations that in the era of integration filled in all of their public pools. This may be why you're short of pools. Uh, in the winter, in the summer, they're all still there. In the summer, they're all out. But the mm-hmm. but the indoor ones, there was there's mm. a to- there is a very lack of indoor pools. A very lack. Um, I agree. A very lack of indoor pools. <laughs> but. Um, but so, yeah, so we had this condo pool and in the winter time, they would just turn on the heat, you know, how like right. in classrooms, when you just turn on the heat and it's a thousand sure. degrees, but there's yeah. no, that's what it was like in the pool. Right. And the air quality was terrible. Oh, sure. And so now we're training in this brand new, well, three-year-old <gasps> facility. An aquatic center. Oh no, it's, oh God, <laughs> not just an aquatic center. It is an athletic complex. Ooh. There are three arenas. Oh, my there gosh. are like five gymnasiums there are indoor soccer fields there are indoor lacrosse fields there are there's... I don't even want to go in that building that's too much chaos for me right now well I know the route to okay. get to the pool like that just... is the like I just know the route to get to the pool I don't worry about anything else feels um, like the kind I'll... of place that, that has a giant parking lot and then a second giant parking lot and is like a panoply of smells and noises am I wrong um, it is shockingly quiet oh yes Hmm. because everything again it's a very modern facility everything is behind glass very thick glass mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. so like if you go into the into the stands on deck you can hear mm-hmm. everything if you are right. behind the closed door it's all very very muffled God right bless. um it's same thing so you like you have to you walk above the gymnasiums Mm -hmm. and while you can look down and see basketball or volleyball or whatever it is they happen Mm -hmm. to be doing down there it is nonetheless very very quiet where it's kind of muffled almost like background noise as opposed to like the the salt on the senses this is Um, is very surprising to me but i approve wholeheartedly yeah no 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 and and again it's 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 you know as 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 i said like it is much, it's much better climate control, much better. Like I have to yell a lot more because it is a massive Big. sports of yeah. massive right. 50 meter pool as opposed to it's like this bouncing around the plastic bubble. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, in terms of like, just the facilities are cleaner and safer mm-hmm. and um, just a, just a more pleasant. And even like during COVID we kicked, we kicked, um, due to COVID restrictions, parents mm-hmm. were not allowed on deck during practice, mm-hmm. um, which they were not, which had not been the case previously. And now and, you don't want them back, I imagine. Well, no, but, but in the bubble, they were right there. Like right. They were literally right there. Almost in the weird. Pool. And I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it was sort of, you know, not my call and, mm-hmm. and, you know, there's certain other pressures, but they're not allowed to be on deck. 
Bless. But like we can split the difference and have them in the stands right. so they can still watch and feel right. like they're doing their due diligence as a parent and make sure they're getting their money's worth for like right. all their pain for our for right. our stuff. Right. And they can still comment on it with their kids afterwards or whatever. But like after the first few weeks, most of the parents were like, eh, I'm just going to go work out in the nice, quiet hallway. Well, right. There you go. That's, the you know, and it. so it's been yeah, so it's been. Um, so I like that. So we'd like, it's the best of both worlds where like parents can still watch their kids, um, but not be like right on top of me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this, like, it makes me think of like another thing that probably people are dealing with, which is like, um, everything's been happening in our houses as we've discussed, but like, I think we have become unused to different environments. Do you know what I mean? Like, so to, to go to a restaurant, I have found almost unbearably loud, right? Because mm. I, I used to go to restaurants all the time. And then I was like going like outdoor dining for a while. We'd done a couple of like indoor dining things here. And I'm like, it's really loud in here. Or like, you know, go to the wall and you're like, I think there's too many people here. Or you're like, I'm going to do yoga at a studio. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's like really humid. I, like, I don't know. Like there's too many people here. Like there, it's not just that, like you have to go to an environment that's different than the one you've spent the last like 18 months sitting about that. You have to go to like seven different environments that are all like, well, in this place, I need to bring a sweater, right. And this yeah. place doesn't have any foods. So I have to have a snack for that. And like, this place is just going to be like really loud. I, I think, um, some of us, many of us, even neurotypical people, like I, I've seen articles about this, about people saying like, I didn't realize how unpleasant <laughs> this yeah. like place was or like this thing I used to enjoy like either I'm just out of the habit or maybe I never enjoyed it because I didn't like have enough space from it to understand like how much it hurt my ears <laughs> to be yeah. here or like how much I don't like it when people sit too close to me and like try to read over my shoulder and then initiate conversations with me like I think I think it's okay uh to be like struggling a little bit with that too to sort of say like I'm glad to be out and I'm glad to be doing these things and it's what I wanted to do but like I had to put shoes on like to do it. And like, that feels weird, but I feel like I need a different pair of shoes for the next thing I'm doing. It's like, what am I supposed to bring like more than one pair of shoes with me when I like what leave the house now? Like, I I think that's uh, that's a little bit executive function, but it's also a little bit of sensory uh, management as well. And especially for people um, who have social issues, right. Either like rejection, sensitive dysphoria, or a little bit, they know they have impulse control and difficulties in, in conversation, like the blurs, like you and I are both blurs I'm like so afraid at this point where I go places and people are like hi how are you and I have like Bleh! it's just like 18 yeah. months of chit chat come out of my face simultaneously well, my my thing is right now is that I've forgotten people can see me mm. when we're in person mm-hmm. and all of me like, all of you all of me as opposed to like just from here up so yeah. you know I'm a picker right and yeah. I've never really hit it Mm-hmm. but I've I at least try to be more conscious of it. But now if I'm in an in-person meeting, I've sort of like forget that people can yeah. see all of me at this point or oh, like, my God. Oh my God. Yeah. My, or it's like, you know, I can sit here and you can't tell what I'm doing, but my no, foot's itchy. So I've taken my slipper off and I'm scratching right. my foot, but you can't tell what that is. You, you can see that public. when I do that yeah. in a meeting. <laughs> I'm yeah. in person. You're like, so oh like, my God, I she took her socks off and she's like, check yeah. your toenail <laughs> polish. Right. Like, <laughs> like Oh my but god! Like, I have a not have quite a that story. bad, but like totally for like have yeah. to remind I'm myself. Conscious about people part can of your now body. see yeah. me again. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> the part of your body that's below your collarbones is now visible to people. Yeah, I have a funny story about that, and it wasn't even live. It was um, so my piano lessons. Now um, I go 
to the to the studio every second week and then on the alternate week it's virtual um okay. so the way I have it set up is I have a, a computer like you and I are talking to each other right mm-hmm. now with zoom um and then I have a second my phone is set up to look down over the piano at my hands right so nice. the teacher can see my hands yeah. yeah so I'm looking through the screen like I'm looking at you right now and talking to my teacher but I'm doing my stims with my hands below the camera level of the first camera Oh. but not the second camera. Right. So like you could, you could see I'm yeah. doing all of my stims in my lap because the yeah. other camera, that's what it's showing. And I didn't realize I got through a whole piano lesson where I was like doing all of my weird below camera angle stims while like cool as a cucumber, super professional in camera one, but like camera two was like, what is wrong with this woman? she's flapping her hands like this going on, like juggling her feet and flapping her hands yeah. and doing weird patterns with her fingers. I was like, oh shit. I didn't, had no idea. I was like broadcasting that. So hopefully he was being polite and just looking at my eyes. Right. Yeah. So like, I can't even handle the two camera zoom, but it's, it's definitely something like, oh, I have to be careful about my whole body. Yeah. Now, As opposed to just like to the and even, to even, collarbone yeah even controlling my face oh, is yeah. like is is hard sometimes yeah. and and has been for me like mm-hmm. um I still remember I I debated in high school and um one of the comments that I got back after after debate was that you can, you can really read everything on my face like all of my reactions just like I have no poker face whatsoever yeah um which you know is is also another reason like the, the flip side of that for me is my way of dealing with that is sort of doing something off on the side while listening, because yeah. that way I keep a neutral face the entire time, yeah. as opposed to like, if I'm really listening and then it's not, I mean, again, on a podcast, you can't tell, and it's with you and me. And so I want to have like the expressions, but like mm-hmm. when you're in a meeting and you're talking about something and you're just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, don't want that all over your face and it is all over my face when it's like, this is bullshit. And this, I'm so annoyed at this right now. Sometimes in a meeting, you have the option of having your camera off, but when your camera is on and you have the self view, you can at least monitor your own facial expressions. Right. And, and so that's like a a kind of uh, feedback loop there. If you are someone who tends to telegraph your emotional state of disdain, (laughs) but doing something or whatever, with your face. right? Like yeah. You, whatever it is, like, if you're trying to like control that, like zoom is maybe a good environment for you. Like that's part of why zoom is so overwhelming. Cause we keep looking at ourselves through our cameras. Right. Like, but, yeah. but you can learn how to manage your face there in a way like you don't have that feedback when you're back in person and you may inadvertently fall back into like the things I do although, when my camera the, is off. Yeah. Although the mask, the masks help with the expression. Oh that's true. That's the masks true. help with the expression, but not so much with the rest of the book. Yeah, that's right. I do tell my students sometimes like, you can't see, but I'm pursing my lips dramatically at you right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to purse my lips with my eyes. And they're like, yeah, okay, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I like trying, because like, uh-huh, okay. I always teach like very big with my face and yeah. stuff. And like, I, I keep realizing you guys can't see my face. Like my statement lipstick under here is fantastic. You'll just never know. Unless you come yeah. to my virtual office hours, you can see my face. I see. Yeah, I, I, I did that. I was like all these lipsticks. I'm like never wearing them to work again because I just have a mask on. And it just ruins yeah. the mask. Well, I know. And I have like foundation all over all of my masks now. And I'm like so disappointed in myself. I to steam it all up. It's yeah. gross. And yeah, I have to put my mask on soon and go to my real life yeah. in-person piano lesson. Maybe. I have to I have to go pick up my daughter. Oh my God, of course you do. <laughs> I have to go 
pick up my daughter. But um, then, I mean, and, but the moral of the story is my kids both decided that maybe 5.30 was a better time to go practice. And That's so now good. everything is much more, but I, but now I've set up the expectation and the routine that she gets picked up. So I'm stuck. I'm just, I'm Come counting the soon. days until she's 16 and then mm-hmm. she can drive her home. No, Lee. No, coming soon, an episode on Parenting with Boundaries featuring Lee and Amy uh-huh, and Cassie yeah. and Alyn and Leo. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, she's 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 very good at setting up boundaries. Well, that's great, <laughs> but she's not the parent, Lee. Oh, I know. I know. I, know. I mean, I talked up because it's not my kid. Yeah. Well, it's, I, and again, it, there's there's a lot. There was a lot behind that all of that. I mean, part oh, of it absolutely. was again, just trying to make swim team practice work and she wanted to swim and <laughs> I wanted she, my friends swim at four. And so I want to swim at four and I'm like, you well, like, you know, don't have sense. to justify your decisions to me, Lee, although I will tease you about them. Oh, I know. That's my love language. I know. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. I, 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 I need to laugh about it because like, it is just like, it, like those first two weeks were the most, I, I, if you want to go back on Twitter till about like August 23rd or something like that, I live tweeted this whole ordeal. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. um, I mean, I, I just had to make it descend into comedy uh, right from the bat because sure. it was like my only coping mechanism when it wasn't involved. Cause sure. so I know we're trying to end this, but so here's the other thing that I am also dealing with on this level is that every, and I maybe should have said this at the beginning. So the kids have started all their activities, come back to school. I've gone back to work. The husband's travel schedule is picked back up again. Oh Lord. And so after a year and a half of not going anywhere, right now we're going everywhere, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that extra little wrinkle of it when um, he's gone for two weeks at a time. Right. And right. so um, that was, you want to talk about routines. He mm-hmm. was gone for the start of school. Ooh. And so we all got established in our routines and then he comes home and is like, what's going on? And we're, right. you know how you're talking about like the, the, you stay out of their way in the mornings. All mm-hmm. of a sudden he was home after we had spent he two weeks establishing routines. Mm-hmm. And it was like, why are you doing things this way? And it's like, because this is the way we're doing them. All right. So like you weren't here. <laughs> We've moved way. on. We've moved on. No, exactly. We've moved on. Get Why is this program. here? Because it lives here now because yeah. it's easier in the mornings. Like I don't have time to explain it to you. This yeah, is the I system have we have so that we don't have to explain anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We developed this while you were gone. It's two mm-hmm. weeks in. You're not changing yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. I get that. I get that. Um, and speaking of Twitter, um, we have been receiving very nice messages and oh, yes. from people. People seem to be discovering um, the podcast and we're very glad every time anyone tags us and lets us know that they've found the podcast. Or we're also very glad whenever we're tagged like three replies in when someone says, well, ready writing and did you want to actually have a podcast about this? So thank you to our unofficial PR people who are promoting us to others. Um, uh, it's nice to get those things um, in my mentions. Um, yeah. And I am assuming you feel the same way. We've received I some do. lovely emails from people. Oh, I'm going to tell you the absolute nightmare. I didn't say this to you. So we Uh-oh. do receive email, lovely emails from people, but I got an email the other day from someone that said your email address has been added to a PR list. Oh no. No, thank you. Mm. Yeah, I, on that list. I no. was like, well, how do I get off of this how list? And now I'm list? getting all of these press releases for like, I don't know what. I'm just like, please stop. This and is why, Lee, I'm so grateful I know. that you've taken charge of the email because I would have thrown my every time I, out the window. Every time I get one, I'm like, Amy would hate this. I absolutely would. 
I would be enraged that someone is wasting my time by putting me on a list I don't want to be on and then wasting my time by making me try to find a way to unsubscribe. And now I'm in a rage and then I have yeah. to go for a walk and I am not yeah. controlling my reaction. <laughs> no, I just like, I just, I'm, I'm going to start actually marking them as spam pretty soon, mm-hmm. but I don't want to start doing that for fear that like actual emails from listeners accidentally get marked mm-hmm. as spam. So mm-hmm. I don't even read them. I just click delete, 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 but I'm right. just like, uh, and, but, uh, but it's also an intentional comedy of like scanning, like the subject line and being right. like, what made what? you think I would be interested in this? Like, this is, have you even listened to our podcast? No, but like, Know that we have reached a level where PR people who don't know any better have discovered us. Yeah. Hooray. (laughs) That's good news. The sort of pay to play people have discovered us. I've been getting fan mail. I have appeared in like, I was in a movie and it's not really worth mentioning, but like I, it's on TV now it's, it's available to people through streaming services. And so I'm getting random, like weird fan emails from what appear to be human beings, but human beings who like maybe do not have 100% of their social faculties intact, oh. right? Um, this is the craziest things I just say to them all because they're, they're not threatening or they're just like weird, really weird. weird. So I'm like, what? I have a whole folder for those now. That's, I have enough email weirdness to get right now. No, I've got, I'll, I'll handle the other email weirdness and wonderfulness too. And wonderfulness. Yes. Don't email, please email. I'm not saying don't email us. Keep emailing saying, us non-PR people. Yeah. Non-PR people. <laughs> we love emailing it. Us. Makes it worth checking um, the email. Yeah, it does. It does. I get all excited. I'm like, oh, we have email. And I'm like, mm, like oh, it's PR. No. <laughs> yeah. Like at least, at least the like Spotify or because of course I had to, to get everything in the, in the feeds of all of the podcasting distribution, you have to sign up for them. So I get, you know, try Pandora, Spotify for free, all that kind of, I'm like, okay, whatever, that's fine. Um, necessary evil, but like, but like have this anyway. I, anyway Thank should, you Lee for protecting me from all of yeah, that. Fine. That's fine. And now I we can it. both go and I won't check my email and you probably will. Yeah, I got to go. The tab's open. I got to go check it. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, take care, everyone. We will be back next week. This is probably going to end up being two episodes again. Absolutely. Um, and so next week we will be back recording. And in two weeks you will hear, well, actually one week because I'll cut this in half. But anyways, now there will or be not something now. else next week. There will yeah. be something else next week. Somewhere. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but Who knows? Uh, it'll, it'll be good. Amazing. Thanks everyone for listening. (laughs) Have a great time. (laughs) Bye-bye.